Hey everyone, welcome to the April edition of our monthly leadership podcast on Leading as Leaders. I'm your host, Avery Nesbitt. Hey, I am super excited about today's interview, but as you can tell, I'm not in the car. There is a thunderstorm slash tornado going on outside, and we didn't want to get caught up on when weather strikes. So we are here in the safety of my own office, and I am here um, with Natalie Bourne. She is the Senior Vice President of Business Development at a technology marketing firm, and I am so excited to be interviewing her this, this morning. Hey, Natalie, thanks for stopping by the podcast. Thanks for having me. Hey, so uh, let's go ahead and get this out of the way. I've known you, I tried to count this morning, I've known you for just right at 17 years. Yes. And that's a long time to, to know anyone. Come out when we were zero. When we were yeah. zero years old, because um, we's be young. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so for, uh, for who I was back then, I, I apologize. Um, but <laughs> 17 years later, uh, here's something that I do know about you all the way from back then. Um, you've never been the woman who says she's going to be about something and then doesn't be about it. A lot of people talk the talk, but they don't necessarily walk the walk. You've gone from uh, Natalie that I first met 17 years ago um, to now senior vice president of a technology marketing firm. Um, two questions pop into my mind. One, what exactly does a senior vice president do? And two, where do you pull that drive? that drive to say, this is what I'm gonna do and I'm gonna do whatever it takes uh, to get there. Tell me, tell everybody watching, how, 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 we, how do we do that? So my current role, when I joined this company in 2017, we had about 40 people. Yeah. So really small and over that time, over the last couple of years, we've grown to about 90 people. Gotcha. And probably by the end of the year, we'll be at right around 100, 120. And what's been fun about that in this role, in this seat, um, business development, it's just another word for sales. Okay. So okay. essentially, you know, my job is to grow the organization and help the organization, you know, to expand through ensuring that we create partnerships with other companies and, yeah. and to expand our footprint with our product. So last year we grew the company about 60% year over year, which was super exciting, but you also break a lot of things when you grow that fast. Sure. Uh, every process you have, it explodes. And so really it's not only breaking stuff, it's part of my job description, but yeah. then it's also figuring out how do we take the company to the next level. Through that high amount of growth, because that's massive growth, and yeah. um, this company that I'm a part of, we've been on Inc. 5000's fastest growing company seven times now, uh, just because of the uh, expansive growth they're experiencing. Yeah, that's amazing. So that's what an SVP does. So now you know. Oh, they break stuff. They break stuff. <laughs> They're professional breakers yes. of of stuff. So going from where you were to where to where you are now, massive, massive uh, stretching, growing yes. that's had to happen yes. inside of you. Yeah. To boil it all down, how? How do you get to the the level that you're in and the industry that you're in and the environments that you're in? How, how, how did you get there? Sure. So my background is in product and I've had a really fortunate opportunity in my career to work at a startup when I was younger that there wasn't anyone in the room that had ever actually done it. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times you were put into places and you were uh, put with people that you just had to figure it out. Yeah. And so what I learned in that season, and that was a very important season in my life, is that you have to fail fast 
fail cheap and fail forward. And I feel like in today's society, we all run from failure. We don't want to fail. Um, we just want to go from mountaintop to mountaintop. Right. But part of what's incredible about being a leader and about being in business is you were actually created for the valleys. Mm -hmm. And you were created to figure out how to journey through the valleys and how to figure out things that other people have never built before. So being a part of an organization that you know threw me into outsourcing, go outsource something in the, in the West Indies, go to Nevis and figure out how to stand up an organization and outsource, go to Europe and figure out how to plant what we do in the US over in Europe, then go do that in Asia. Those types of things, you don't, there's no textbook for right. that, there's right? No book for that, there's yeah. no classroom for that. Yeah. You actually have to learn by failing and you have to fail fast mm -hmm. and do it cheap. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's the beauty I think of, that was my upbringing in business was you get planted in a country, go figure out how to make it happen. Mm -hmm. Avery, we just acquired this company, get them onto our platform in six months. Good yeah. luck. And you're having wow. to figure it out like, okay, well, hi, I'm Natalie. Yeah. Uh, tell me about your business. <laughs> tell me about your technology. Yeah. And let's figure this thing out. And that creates and breeds in you a sense of, I can figure this out. I can do anything. And fear is not my friend. So I have to really push through fear and start to understand some key grounding principles yeah. on how business works. And I have to create trust. I have to create it quickly. And then I have to move from organization to organization and do it all over again. So that was my upbringing and that's part of the reason why there's not a lot of fear in me when it comes to leading or trying something new because if you can get dropped in a country and figure it out, it's like mm -hmm. Survivor, right? Yeah. <laughs> if you can yeah. get dropped over there and figure that out, there's really not many problems that you're gonna feel stumped by yeah. um, by just testing things and failing fast. That's so good. So being willing to say, hey, there's something in front of me. I don't know exactly how to get there, but failing quick, yeah. failing cheap, yeah. um, and fear is not your friend. That's right. And those things will drive you. Yes. I get that. I get that. Uh, one of the things that I think is the most astonishing about not just the career that you've had, but this is the woman that you are, is you have done the work to look into your own background your own genealogy and you know I, I literally saw a DNA test in the grocery store the other day that, that that's how that available yeah. these these are now um, I I know that you're one of the people that have looked back into your history into your past into your your ancestry yes and I think we, we've talked you're you're 24% British and 24% sub-saharan Africa yeah. you know and so all of that uh, talk to us about how do you take the, the, the tapestry that is your heritage yeah. and you bring that to the table that anything that you do how does that influence your perspective how does that influence your your leadership um, in in the environments that you find yourself in? I mean I think if you think about your background you know we our brain works really interestingly it likes to just clump people into categories mm -hmm. And it does it very quickly, almost so that you don't even realize it's happening. So somebody is, you know, this color, this background, they must think like this. Right. Or, you know, they look like this, they must think in differently than me. But we don't take the time necessarily to actually get to know people. My favorite question that I always get when I jump in an Uber is, where are you from? And they don't mean like, are you from Georgia? They right, mean, right. what's your background? What's yeah. your racial background? And so we're always trying to figure out people and figure out, you know, 
what stitches them together so right. we can understand more about them. And I think the same is true when you come into business. And what's interesting about it is, you know, when I'm talking to a candidate, I ask them questions like, tell me about your high school years. What were you known for? Hmm. Tell me about what it was like growing up as a child. Tell me about, uh, you know, what were you known for in college and as, you know, after college? Because what I'm trying to do is understand that diversity is more than just a skin color. It's actually a weaving together of experiences that we've had. And so as you weave those experiences together, you've learned so much about people. And so I really didn't know a lot about my background. And when I started looking into it, you know, I just knew growing up in Georgia in the 80s, there wasn't very many people that were diverse at that time. And right. so, um, you know, I got reached a lot of ridicule for, for my background. And then when I got to middle school, that's when I started seeing more diversity. But I never really felt like I fit. And I couldn't figure out what group do I actually fit into. And when I was talking to my grandmother, you know, she told me, well, we are, you know, um, I am, my great-grandfather was a, was a, you know, white slave owner. And that's when I realized that I really sit in a very unique place yeah. <laughs> in my background to really be under, able to understand both sides of the equation, but realizing that that doesn't define me. Absolutely. What defines me is what I do with all those experiences yes. and how I bring those experiences to the table to help other people experience their background and really flesh out what does that mean and how does that help me lead. Because everybody has a talent identity, and that's all based on your background, your skills, and the kind of the whole self that you bring to the table. Sometimes you only see a sliver of people, but I want to encourage people to bring their whole self to the table. And part of that authenticity is your background, and it yeah. is the experiences that you've had that give you a unique lens on the world yeah. that no one else has. That's so good. That's so good. The, the, things, that make, the things that make up who you are bring all of that to the table because that's true diversity. Yes. I've seen rooms that are different shades and hues, but they lack true diversity. Yes. Cuz they're all thinking the same and they're all they're all operating the same. I I I love that. Hey, thanks for stopping by. Like I told you this was going to be good. Um I have been able to see you as in in all the stages as uh, a woman, as a mom, as a wife, and you as a leader is what I think draws people to you. They're able to see what God's doing in you. They're able to see the things that you're able to do from the gifts he's given you. And it is tremendous. I'm so, so proud to be your friend. You. So, hey everyone, thanks for stopping by. I knew you would love Natalie. Um, join us on leadingasleaders.com for additional content. You can subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. And hopefully something we've said today helps you as you're leading his leaders. See you, everyone.